Penny University, a podcast with value. Penny University presents 2019 Moments on the Skin. Why do some of us get tattoos? Why does someone want to place a moment on their skin? Something that will always be there, reminding them of an event, a person, or even a thought. Listen as Deborah and Tony discuss what they know from their different sides of the tattoo. Episode 7. Tattoos are forever. Well, Tony, I want to welcome you to the living room with good old Dottie the Basset Hound. But I want to talk about each episode because... For this whole subject matter, I felt like we were just scratching the surface. Here I thought when I contacted you that it was going to be, oh, I'm going to do one on the history, I'm going to do one on this and one on that. And then starting to listen to you and meeting people, I know nothing. And to try and learn it, that would be a permanent podcast forever, I think. It kind of morphs constantly. And so I just thought maybe we could talk a little bit Each episode, when I think back on it, meant something to me. And so we did the brief history where you came in and talked about the history of tattoos. And that was totally fascinating. And we shared your friend's video and her history. And that is just a drop in the bucket of one culture's history. So, you know, on the history one, was there anything that jumped out at you or... No, I think it's just an, an overwhelming amount of information, and I clearly don't know all there is to know. Um, I only know a little bit, really, but I mean, even just touching upon the things that maybe I've studied or, uh, you know, just kind of breached upon, uh, there's a lot of information, and that could be a whole li- lifelong series. <laughs> well, it was fun to watch your excitement. I'm, I mean, you're not a boy, but boy, when you started talking about the history, it's it's like you almost were sparkling. You really liked what you were sharing. I, I do enjoy that. I think it's super important in my journey to continue down that path. Um, and I don't guess I don't get to talk about it that often. <laughs> so, oh, well. so it is exciting. So, you know, what I think what jumped out at me was I kind of knew that tattoos were a military thing. But that that really was almost a start of it in the United States. A very important part of the the history and bringing it to our country, but also to the masses, I think. Integral part of the story, for sure. Yeah, And, and so that led to the next episode where you and I talked with um, TJ, who's an active soldier, and Andrew, who's a veteran. And I just loved hearing their stories. I loved um, the new perspective they gave. One of, one of the points being when TJ brought up, you know, and I asked, why do you think people get tattoos? And he said, oh, I think it's because they're so uniformed that it makes them original. It makes them different. And I thought that was pretty fascinating. Of course, I also really love first responders, um, military, people that volunteer to protect and, and our community to protect us, you know, that go out and fight for us. I, I just love that aspect. But it also opened up when I look at other people that I know are veterans or other soldiers and I look at their tattoos, what could they mean? And we were just talking before we started recording on you like talking to really old soldiers, the really old veterans. Well, I, I can typically spot the kind of tattoo that's been around, you know, f- from a bygone era. 
Um, and it's funny because oftentimes if you are uh, in a position where you're able to, to uh, talk to the, a person wearing an older tattoo, they're usually pretty happy to tell their stories. And sometimes they're, they haven't even thought of that tattoo in maybe many years. And to have someone take interest in it and then uh, hear their stories, as I mean, it all comes back to them immediately, whether they thought about it in a while or not. But uh, they can tell you about where they got it and, you know, kind of where they were in their lives then. And you can literally see them go down memory lane. And I think it's just a, a really good example of um, tattoos carrying sort of an underlying uh, meaning or energy. Well, I it before I would just look at people's tattoos, I really wouldn't say anything. And after I've done this with you, I will say something like, oh, I love that. What Does that have a meaning? Or I'll just say, oh, that looks so cool. I have not had one person, first of all, look at me like I'm weird or say none of your business. They do. They like open up and are so excited or willing or tenderly share what that tattoo means to them. I have not met one person yet that just said, ah, ah, I just felt like getting it. Not one. Right. Then we had one that we called Tattooed Ladies. And I like the fact that I was struggling with what title to give that episode. And when Lindsay and Adrian were here, I said, gosh, I don't know what to call it. And they were, they both probably said, tattooed ladies. It works. It works. Um, and I think what I loved about that episode was the strong women. You know, it's not a wallflower that gets a tattoo, I don't think. Maybe. But it was these strong women that, um, and strength, it doesn't mean loud, boisterous, but strength of character, strength and determination of, of their memories and their thoughts. Um, I just loved the stories that they shared. Um, I think it was ironic that they were both teachers. Uh, I, I think that's pretty crazy. Maybe teaching keeps your attitude young. I don't know. Um, but I just loved the fact that they were so willing to be open. And I think I see a lot more women now carrying their tattoos proudly. They're, they're not hidden. Uh, I guess other than Dolly Parton, right. whom, whom I did not know, by the way, <laughs> is, has a ton That's of tattoos. Awesome. So you should read, I mean, tons. Um, so, hey, Dolly, that's, give me a call. That would be cool to interview Dolly Parton and her tattoos. But I just love that. Is there, uh, and now, um, Adrian is your wife. Right. So that was, uh, what did you think about talking to her about her tattoos? Or do, do you do that now? I don't think tattoos are something we talk about ever in our <laughs> lives. Um, I mean, we barely even talk about what tattoos I did that day because I've been tattooing six days a week the whole time we've been together, you know? So tattoos are just kind of my job as far as our relationship. And it's nice to not talk about tattoos when I go home right. sometimes, you know? So we don't talk about it that often. But, I mean, I think her perspective is, is definitely valid and important. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought it was kind of interesting where she said she hasn't had one in a while. Right. And then you got yours recently. Right. You were there for that one. Yes, I was. But that was way, that was the, the last one. So we'll deal with that in a minute. And then we went to um, what we called cage tattoos. And it was just Danny Hilton. And now Danny is this um, interesting young man. 
wonderful to talk to, fantastic smile. I've known him for a long time. You've known him for a long time. But there was still aspects I didn't even know about him. I didn't know he was a graphic artist and getting famous with that, doing really well. I, um, I knew he was a skater because that's him and the right. boys were that skaters. That was your relationship to him prior. I didn't know he was an apprentice to you and Kenny right. at Hold Fast. Um, but I think that walks with the art artist, artistic Absolutely. thing. But yet now he's an MMA fighter. And he's getting, well, no, no. He's not getting beat up. Let, I want to say he's beating up. I think others. it goes both ways. But yeah, <laughs> for sure. But um, he's professionally puts himself on the line every time he goes out there. And yet, at the same time, he will pick up hitchhikers because he um, cares about human beings. You know, so he was just this fascinating, um, almost like Renaissance man. Well, I think if there's any uh, public persona of what people imagine cage fighters to be, it wouldn't be Danny. No, absolutely <laughs> sure. not. No. And, and maybe it's not fair to even have a preconceived notion as to what a cage fighter is, but I would imagine most people wouldn't picture Danny as the type of person right. that would be a professional cage fighter. But maybe that's a lesson to learn not only with, you know, cage fighting, but tattoos in themselves. I think so. You know, where, you know, that judgment that we automatically throw at people because we assume something and it's... And we all do it. And it's, what, 99% of the time wrong? Right. Right. Um, that old saying, be kind to everyone because everyone has a great battle. Maybe what we, we learned, no, I will say what I learned through this whole series, because I was stepping out of my box. I'm learning too. I'm yeah. still learning. Is not to be judgmental. Not, not to, you know, just because they have a t tattoo doesn't mean this. Or, you know, it, it's really an artwork thing. It's really a personal thing. And it's not something that a labeled thing. Yeah, it definitely can't or shouldn't be labeled. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that's what I've learned. Is even by, and then, you know, the next um, episode we went into hold fast. You know, I go into hold fast. And I was graciously treated. I was welcomed in a world that I look like a wart on a butt. I mean. <laughs> but that's not true at all because oh. we have people of all walks of life. You do. In, in there literally every single day. So, so it you, was you may have felt, felt that way, uncomfortable, yeah. but it doesn't feel that way to us at all. Cause yeah. we tend, you know, we're working with all sorts of different people from all sorts of different walks of lives. And, uh, you know, clearly that's the world we exist in, but we share it with all put it that way. Yeah. I can see that. But I sat there thinking, wow, look at all this flash on the walls. Now I know what it's called. Right. Um, is, was that a dead cat in a formaldehyde jar? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> And I'm looking around and I'm thinking, this is so um, new to me, so different from any world I experienced. And then I started wondering, how did I sit here for hours and get a tattoo and not notice anything? You have a different perspective now. Yes. But also I think it's because when you're getting that tattoo, you're feeling it. You know, you're, you're feeling that pain, you're um, smelling it, you're, you're 
very visceral. Well, in my little station or room, private room, whatever you call it, is somewhat closed off from the rest of the space. So you, you're you're spending the majority of your time in that little confine. That's true, yes. Um, and then I usually kind of at least try to somewhat direct the conversation if, if needed or, you know, uh, feel out the client if, if they want to interact. Sometimes people just want to be quiet and deal with their their battle they're, they're enduring. Yeah. Um, but, 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 I, but I try to provide a certain experience on a very personal level for the client, and it doesn't necessarily always involve the rest of the shop, although it can. So it's almost counselor-like. Very much so. Way more than anyone could possibly imagine. Um, um, yeah, I, I, when you were saying that, I'm thinking, yes, that it's you're counseling them through it. I spent a lot of years uh, kind of uh, forcefully avoiding the fact that that is a component to being a good tattooer. Um, I think I I spent all my time focusing on art and trying to make good tattoos, and I didn't acknowledge the fact that... Uh, the interaction that takes place during the, the act of making a tattoo is literally just as important as the tattoo they walk out with. Um, and since I've become slightly more in tune with that, I think I'm able to hopefully provide a, a better experience for the client, whether it's their first tattoo or their you know, last session on their bodysuit. Right. Um, and, and I really try to focus on that, and I really feel as though, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm kind of built for that. So... Um, I feel that it's not forced and it's very natural. I enjoy interacting with clients and I love hearing their stories. I mean, if if I could even begin to talk about some of the stories I've heard, I mean, I've heard a ton of stories. I've lived, you know, this very uh, uh, chronological experience of my own life, but I get to live everyone else's lives too. Mm-hmm. And I love talking about it. I love hearing the stories and most people are happy to share or sometimes need to share. Right. Um, and... Uh, I just know that I'm, I'm, I'm built for allowing that interaction, and I don't know that everyone is, uh, but it's allowed me to further succeed as a tattoo artist outside of just making art. Is it emotionally exhausting sometimes? It's, uh, I've spent the last few years of my life trying to learn how to, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, dump negative energy <laughs> right. because some people get tattooed and they're dealing with, uh, you know, uh, grieving the loss of someone or, uh, you know, which is innately heavy or they're dealing with some sort of, uh, negative experience in their life that they're not even thinking about on a conscious level, but the tattoo is somehow helping them deal with that process. Um, and you're opening up that much skin. It's, it's unrealistic to imagine there's not some sort of energy exchange during that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from more of a, of a existential standpoint, there's, you know, an energy exchange which I'm kind of bearing that energy for them. Not unlike someone that does massage or, you know, energy work or right. that type of thing. Um, so, I mean, honestly, what's worked for me is I, I need to... Uh, like like yoga stretch at night and in the morning. Oh, I can imagine. Um, and th- and that's really helped because I think I've had physical manifestations of other people's energies before that's affected me negatively, which is crazy to think about. Like, but, no, like what do you mean? Uh, I have low back issues, and mm-hmm. I think if I'm not taking care of myself in that manner, it it flares up. Oh, that makes well. It's crazy, you know, but it's true. Our, we were just talking um, before we started recording. Because you've had some things happening with dear friends right. over the last couple of weeks. 
how really are, we're made up of mind and spirit and heart. I mean, you know, I believe that materialistic well. stuff is just such a sidebar. So when you're dealing with these tattoos and people are coming in, even if it's something that they just want to have that beautiful piece put on, it's everybody shares such a personal story right. with you. Right. That's got to carry weight. That's got to, um, you know, at, at some point you might have to just put it, put some of that away in the trash can because it's right. just so heavy. Um, and some I'm sure that energizes you. Yeah. Like I said, for, for whatever reason, I seem to be uh, built for it and I've been able to use that to my advantage and, um, whether anyone knows it or not, there's a certain percentage of my clientele that uh, is apt to come see me again for the experience that we share, um, even more so than the, the tattoo they're walking out with. It's my job to give them the best tattoo I can give them, and obviously that's of the utmost importance to me, but I'm also aware that the, the interaction that we have is, is really just as important. Oh, I agree with that. And, and that's why it, it really weighs heavy, because I work a ton, and uh, I can't have a bad day. I can't walk in and allow my uh, internal stresses or um, worries mm -hmm. to cross over. You know, you know, I can't. I can't walk in. You know, having a bad day and allow that energy to spill over into the tattoo I'm making because it, it you know, it'll make for a less than savory experience with the client. Mm -hmm. So it's taken me a long time to understand that, uh, but it's also forced me to. Uh, I guess strive more towards like, you know, like PMA, like a positive mental attitude, because I have to have that for my client every single day. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, I'm pretty good at, if I have things uh, in my immediate life that I'm stressing out about, I, I can kind of put that aside for my, for my clients during the day. But I think I'm also keeping just a better attitude in general. Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, more thankful for the fact that I'm able to keep myself busy making tattoos. Cause that's, you know, something I'm, I'm eternally grateful for. Well, I think positivity is worthwhile. Right. Yeah, sure. uh, absolutely. There are tons of podcasts out there. You have options. Penny University is truly a podcast with value, and we strive to share great true stories. Some are plain fun, some might bring a tear to your eye, and maybe even make you a little angry. Listen to them all. Please listen, like, and share. Head over to our Facebook page, see who we are. And thanks for listening. You're listening to Penny University, a podcast with value. We hope you find the series fun and interesting. If you would like to share your two cents, contact Deborah or Tony at pennyuniversity at protonmail.com. Thank you for listening. Please rate this series, then share. Now, back to the podcast. I wanted to piggyback a little bit on what you said with, you know, that your clientele comes back to you um, for something more also. You know, it's just not, oh, hey, that's, the, yeah, that's the guy that tattoos. Because that's what it is for me. Um, I loved doing this series with you. But what I also loved is the sheer fact that the tattoos I have mean they're so intimate to me. They're, they're so important to me that 
you never once made me feel ridiculous. Here is this woman, you know, um, a couple of years after losing her son, calls you up and says, hey, I want to have the same tattoo he had. And you, you didn't even make a tone in your voice that was, oh, okay, lady, or, you know, okay, sure. I mean, you didn't, I didn't feel at any moment that it was a goofy idea. And um, then I came in and I knew this of you because I talked, you know, uh, from Andrew, but also um, talking to Julianne, Andrew's widow, and that this tattoo was so respect, you treated it respectfully, um, the lighthouse that you and Andrew did together. And I was getting this piece that meant something to me and to Andrew, but you treated it so respectfully. I don't, I don't even know if I'm expressing that correctly, but it, it added to the beauty. Yeah, I mean, the, the, all that energy goes into the tattoo. And uh, I'm going to try to treat every client like that, you know, whether it's a tiny tattoo or a big tattoo or their first tattoo or their hundredth tattoo. Um, I try to take every tattoo with, with that level of, uh, you know, I guess... Uh, compassion. Mm -hmm. um, but because I had a connection with Andrew and then a connection with Julianne, I feel like we already had something of a connection anyway. And then it just, right. that was a starting point. Well, and I was so concerned about coming in and I came into Holdfast and immediately you let me feel comfortable. And um, I loved it. I loved that very first experience that I was actually... A, not petrified of, but scared of, because I truly did not know what it was going to feel like, and I didn't truly right. know. And um, you made me just feel so comfortable. And I think that that's a quality that you carry, um, but I, I believe it might be a quality, too, that really good tattoo artists care, because it's an intimate thing. Very much so. Um, and I... You know, even though I I've spent a lifetime in the trenches, I I try to never lose track of the fact that going into a tattoo shop can be intimidating, mm -hmm. um, and that uh, it's important for me to to acknowledge that you know every single tattoo is as important as any other tattoo. You know, whether it's uh, you know a big memorial piece that you got for your son, or um, you know the, a, a tiny little word, or you know inspirational right. word, or anything, that, or a giant Japanese back piece. You know. Neither of those three tattoos carry more weight to the the wearer than the next, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't ever really lose track of that, and I, I d definitely just try to provide a, a fun, uh, lighthearted experience, and um, you know, hopefully, it's people understand that it comes from a, a place of genuineness, you know, like it's never like a a sales thing or I'm trying to get someone's money. It's not about that. It's, you know, um, we're, we're here to collaborate and mm -hmm. the tattoo is the result of our collaboration. And, uh, it's, it's a journey. Even a small tattoo is a journey. You know? Well, and I love the fact that when I called you and said, Hey, Tony, um, I'm thinking about, I want to do this little podcast, this series. And I didn't even know where it was going to go. And I said, would you please help me with it? You didn't, you didn't even, I don't know, well, let me think about it. It was, yeah, okay. And 
you've just been so um, wise and kind, and I super appreciate you coming into my living room and sharing your wisdom and showing me just a glimpse of the tattoo world. Because here I thought I was going to cover everything, and (laughs) how ridiculous. Yeah. How ridiculous. But isn't that life? It is. And and tattoos aren't brain surgery, you know? Um, Hey, wait a minute. I can't do a tattoo, and I can't do brain surgery. I'm just drawing pictures. (laughs) You know, it's what I've done since I was a kid. It's what, it got me in trouble most of my life, you know? (laughs) But, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've said it before. No one needs a tattoo unless you need a tattoo. Mm-hmm. And some people need a tattoo. You know, it, 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 yes. it, it, it's a weird... Say that again. I love that. It, well, nobody needs a tattoo unless you need a tattoo. That's right. It, it, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, they're not nearly as superficial as maybe some would imagine, put it that way. I don't think I've come... I've seen, and again, I'm scratching the surface, but I haven't seen any that are superficial. And I will tell you, and I've said it, I was one of those people that thought they were ridiculous. And, and even a goofy tattoo that, that's meant to make you laugh. Maybe the person that got that tattoo needed to laugh, needed to laugh. Right. You know? Right. And that's okay too. You know, it, it's all good. Oh, it is all good. <laughs> it is. Final words, Tony. Final words. Put me I on know. the spot. Final. What? Well, I, I mean, I don't think I have any uh, profound final words. I just want to thank you for bringing me along on the journey and uh i think it's been educational for both of us hopefully (laughs) it oh totally has been as we have talked i think we're both extroverted introverts (laughs) (laughs) and it's been fun to meet someone at a different age level a different experience but there's still this common thread and i love that and that's something i feel is this common thread And so I want to thank you for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, your ability, your skill, your artwork with me, Um, not only on my tattoo, but um, throughout this series. And I just love it. I even love it up till just, what, a minute ago. I said, what should we call the final episode? (laughs) And you came up with a tattoo um, with with the title, Tattoos Are Forever. Why Why do you want us to call it it? Uh, that it's just a uh, and recurring theme, I guess, that I think about, and, and people always say tattoos are forever, and uh, it's kind of ironic because, I mean, I guess in reality, in in uh, in a very uh, morbid way, tattoos aren't really only forever for the wearer. Mm-hmm. Tattoos are ephemeral, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it only exists in the flesh, usually in the, the living flesh. So. Um, I mean, the best example I can give is that I have a, what's one of my, the crown jewel of my art collection. I have a line drawing from Sailor Jerry, who's a, a, a well-known tattooer that passed away in, I believe, 73 in Hawaii. Uh, he's, uh, we, can't, we could do 10 podcasts on his life story. But uh, he, he's an important tattooer in the history of American tattooing. Um, I have a line drawing that he did with pencil hanging in my station that looks over me every single day. I don't talk about that often, so nobody knows that it's there. But, uh, I mean, that pencil drawing has outlived most of the tattoos he's ever done, and it will outlive all of the tattoos he's ever done, provided nothing happens to the line drawing. And that's a pencil drawing. Right. Oil paintings far would surpass that. 
Right. You know, tattoos only exist as long as they're around, you know, and it, it's a, uh, it's it's sad it, and it's happy and kind of like life the canvas takes it with takes it with them. Yes. Yep. But there I mean, are, what else do you purchase that you are guaranteed to take with you? You know, it's not even a purchase. I mean, and then yeah. I mean, I mean, as horrible as it is to bring up, it it, it brings us back to why we got together mm-hmm. and all the tattoos that Andrew I had done for Andrew. Yeah. Well, you know, it was something that meant something to him Mm -hmm. and it's something that's continuing to mean something to me and who knows I don't know if his children will ever choose to do it but at that point maybe you'll still be tattooing and I sure hope so (laughs) and you and I know you will still have the lighthouse because you keep stuff you're a keeper somewhere yeah it'll be I'll have to do some digging (laughs) Well, I thank you so much for doing um, Moments on the Skin. And I am thrilled, and I know that um, I've got another tattoo down the road. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for allowing me a space to share my perspective, as it's only my perspective. It's not everyone's perspective. Uh, but I had, a, I had a blast, and I'll take this opportunity to formally invite you to a guest appear on my podcast Yay! for the reboot which will hopefully be happening sometime soon. Uh, you know, obviously we talked about some of the crazy things in my in my life. One of them is my co co partner on the podcast, producer, if you will, has been dealing with some health stuff. And as soon as he's back on track, we we talked about we want to get back together. So well, he's uh, also a friend we, of mine, and so I'm hoping. Yeah. So we'll be looking for some guests in the future. And, I uh, would love it. We'll get together again. It sounds great, and you know, we just live down the street. Yeah. So so yeah. you know if. We'll, we'll be um, bugging each other Absolutely. at least some points. Absolutely. Okay. Love you. Love you too. All right. Thanks, Deborah. Thank you for listening to Penny University's Series 2, Moments on the Skin, Why Some of Us Get Tattoos. Try Series 1, Our Investigation, Our Truth, What Happened in Yarnell on June thirtieth, two 2013. If you are interested in communicating with anyone at Penny University, contact us at pennyuniversity at protonmail.com. And please like us on Facebook. Again, thank you for listening.